It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Friday, November 5th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes, maybe a little more, with everything you need to know heading into this weekend's slate of games. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Myself, Anita Marks, you got Mike Clay. We're with you each and every Friday. Last week, we went 19 and 12. What does that mean on the season? We are 126 out of 215, which means we are sitting at 59%, Mike Clay. Yeah, we're, we're just rolling along here. Humming along, had a good night on, uh, on Thursday night as well. Four for four on props in that one. So we're just cruising along here. I love it. Good for you. You know, the fact that the, the fact that Mike White was uh, unfortunately injured and out of the game, I lost my best bet, and that was Michael Carter over four and a half receptions. He was targeted 22 times mm. since uh, Mike White had taken over at starting quarterback. So the fact that he was knocked out of the game kind of uh, blew that up for me. But nonetheless, um, I want to say I went three and two on Thursday night. But uh, looking ahead to uh, to this week, week nine in the NFL, let's get started. First and foremost with the Bills and the Jags. Um, I like Josh Allen over two and a half touchdown passes. You can get that at plus money. The Jags, whatever quarterback they face, are they're allowing a 75% completion percentage. We know how great Josh Allen is. I think this could be easy money. Also, keep an eye on Carlos Hyde. Expect to get the start in the backfield for James Robinson, James Robinson, who's going allegedly be out because of the heel injury. And I love the way that Hyde is utilized in the passing game. There are no stats. There's there's no over-unders out right now. I'm just, just, just a heads up, just throwing that out there. Keep an eye as we get closer to game time. And once it's confirmed or denied that Robinson is active or inactive, see what see, see what, what they show for Hyde. And, uh, and, and if the uh, re- receptions and receiving yards look promising, I would jump on that. What do you have in this game, Mike? Yeah, so I'm going under on one and a half passing touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence. Now, you're going to get pretty horrendous juice on this one. But look, I mean, he's pretty much a shoo-in to be under two, barring some severe garbage time. And maybe that'll happen. You know, that's the only time he's done it, honestly, is in garbage time. Back in week one. He had three touchdowns in garbage time since that point. Anita, he has five total passing touchdowns, no more than one in a single game. And even worse, they're playing the Bills this week. They've allowed five touchdowns in seven games this season. So uh, it's as tough as the matchup gets uh, in the NFL right now, and he has not been getting to two passing touchdowns anyway. So even with the poor juice here, you know, I'll be shocked if he's over. And he's probably going to have zero or one passing touchdown, so take the under. Let's take a look at the Ravens and the Vikings. Ravens coming off of a bye. I think they take the NFL by storm. I can't wait to see what this Ravens team does to the NFL. I have them winning the AFC North this season. I love Lamar Jackson, over 242 and a half passing yards. I also like Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, over four and a half receptions. You know this better than anyone, Mike, because you've got the phenomenal column that drops each and every week with your wide receiver quarterback matchups. 
in the Vikings secondary, one of the worst in the NFL, and they lose Daniel Hunter as well. So it makes them even worse. One other prop bet that I like as well is Kirk Cousins under passing yards. Uh, again, that stat not out as, as of yet, but we know how good this Ravens defense is. Again, coming off of a bye and Cousins, that offensive line is just god-awful. We saw it last week, and we know how the Ravens could really get pressure on a quarterback uh, without having to blitz all the time. So Cousins under passing yards, Lamar over passing yards, and Marquise Brown over receptions. What do you like in this matchup? Yeah, so I have a couple here as well. I'm going to go uh, Dalvin Cook over 17 and a half carries. Look, he's played four full games this season. His carry totals 20, 22, 29, and 18. So over in all four, he's averaging a little over 22 per game. And actually, he's averaging 22.3 on the nose. That's exactly where he was last season, 22.3, well above this line of 17 and a half. Uh, you know, he's been over in 23 of his past 35 games. It's a 66% hit rate. So, um, you know, I, I think that considering he's handling almost 90% of their design rush attempts this season when healthy, I think he's a good bet to get over. So my projection just under 21 carries. And I also like Tyler Conklin at plus money over three and a half receptions. You know, I know he's not a name most people know, but he's 10th at tight end in catches, uh, 10th at tight end in catches right now. And Minnesota has already had their bye week. He's averaging right around four catches a game. He's hit four and four of his seven uh, games this season. And also the Ravens have faced the most tight end targets this season and are allowing the third most catches to that position. So uh, I like the, especially at the plus money, I like the Conklin over. All right, let's take a look at the Packers and the Kansas City game. A lot of drama surrounding this game because of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but more importantly, I like Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions and over 74 and a half receiving yards. You saw how frustrated he was last week against the Giants. I think this is the get right game for him, considering tight ends that go up against the Green Bay Packers. They're giving up an 80 percent catch rate. Tight ends are averaging seven yards per target and 6% TD rate. So you've got a Packers defense, one of the one of the worst in the NFL against opposing tight ends. And I think Kansas City really need to get, they need to get Travis Kelsey involved, Mike. They need to get him out of this slump. They need to get him feeling good about himself. And I think this is the game that Andy Reid really uh, de develops a game plan around Travis Kelsey. So like overs again for receptions and yards for him. What do you got in this matchup? Yeah, so look, I, I, eventually, Anita, we're going to be wrong on Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception, right? Like at some point we'll miss, <laughs> but it's worked every week so far, right? I mean, it, it, it's working every I mean, it's week. Like, it's like, it's like it's, he's like the human ATM machine. He, he is. It's unbelievable. And we're getting plus 120 again this week, which is unbelievable for him to throw an interception. Uh, look, he's thrown at least one in seven consecutive games. And is 10 total in eight games this season. And honestly, if he, this all started last season. If you go back to their week 10 by last year, he has at least one pick in 11 of his past 17 games. The Packers, by the way, seventh in the league with nine picks this season and have one in seven consecutive games. So yeah, plus 120, I'll take Mahomes to throw uh, another interception. And on the other side, I like, and this, this may be my favorite one this week, Aaron Jones under 14 and a half rushing attempts. He's averaging 13 per game this season, and he's been under 15 in half of those games. And that is with the Packers in really good game scripts. They're 7-1. and one. They're, They've been ahead on 48% of their offensive snaps. It's the fifth highest rate in the NFL. Well, this is not like that. They are severe underdogs here. They're seven and a half point dogs at Kansas City without uh, Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? I look back, I was wondering, like, what, 
what does his what do his carries look like when they lose? Right, because of course seven and a half point underdog, you expect them uh, to lose, or certainly the odds are in favor of them losing. And if you go back to the four Packers losses that he has played in since the beginning of last season, uh, he has carry totals of five, ten, ten, and six. So well below this line of fourteen and a half. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, look, only, only three running backs have even reached 15 carries against the chiefs this season. Only one had more than that. That was Derek Henry. Who's obviously a unicorn in his own right. So I'm at 12 and a half. I think he falls. I wouldn't surprise me if it's even lower than that, if they are behind in this game. So love the under and Aaron Jones. And you know what? I also, I like that, that play Mike is don't forget Kansas city traded for Melvin Ingram. Adding him to that defensive line moves Jones more into the interior. And I think they're going to be a lot better against the rush. And I think teams are going to be a lot more apprehensive to run the football against them. This FY, just FYI. So I, I really, I, that's your favorite play. I, I really, I, I feel strongly about it as well. I like it as well. Uh, let's look at the Denver Dallas game. Um, to me, Teddy Bridgewater under one and a half touchdown passes. This is an interesting stat I came across. Teams are averaging the second fewest offensive plays against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, a very even keel team. As we know, you know, they're recommitted to Ezekiel Elliott. Pollard as well offers to that rushing attack. So they eat up time of possession. Um, and Teddy Bridgewater, as we know, doesn't necessarily push the ball down the field often. He's been struggling as of late. Dallas's defense um, man, they just, they look so good. They're just so physical. And I've got some concerns about that, uh, Denver Broncos offensive line. So I'm going Teddy Bridgewater under one and a half touchdown passes in this game. What do you have? So I have, I'm going with the other quarterback. I'm going with the over one and a half passing touchdowns. So you took the under on the quarterback. I'm going, I'm going with the over on this one, uh, over one and a half passing touchdowns for Dak. Look, he had zero passing touchdowns against the Chargers in week two. He's thrown at least three touchdowns in his other five games. So he had that kind of fluke, but otherwise he's been getting there. He's thrown at least two touchdowns in 17 of his past 27 games. Now, uh, look, the Denver defense is pretty good. You know, they've uh, uh, they did allow two passing touchdowns to Big Ben and Derek Carr over the past four weeks. They have at least one passing touchdown allowed in seven of eight games. But again, they've only 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 gone over one twice this season. So why am I on this in addition to what Dak has done this season? Well, uh, their competition, you know, has been extremely light, right? The quarterbacks they have faced this season, Derek Carr, Ben Roethlisberger, Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson, Case Keenum, Taylor Heineke, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. That's it. I mean, they, there's no, you know, Lamar Jackson's obviously a superstar, but he, he scrambles a lot and does a lot with his legs, right? You don't have a, a superstar pocket quarterback there. Uh, and the, the, probably the best guys on the list, Carr and Big Ben, they got there. They got to two passing touchdowns. So, um, I think Dak gets there again this week for the sixth time this season, and you're going to get pretty horrendous juice on this one as well. But again, he's a really strong bet to go over, so I still like it. Um, all right. So there's quite a few games that I've got prop bets on that, unfortunately, you do not. Uh, I feel like this happens each and every week, Mike, um, maybe because I go crazy with the prop bets. It's probably why. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to – I know, I know. Look, so I, I, do have, I do have a late edition. I have one for Cleveland, so I can I can throw that in there. Oh, okay. Okay, great. So let's start right there then, all right? And let's go Bengals and the Browns. I love Joe Burrow here, right? Like, man, uh, could, could the Bengals be more embarrassed – <laughs> when they're lost to the Jets last week, especially after what we saw Thursday night, 
with uh, Carson Wentz tossing three touchdown passes against the Jets. I don't know what kind of defense that was. Definitely not the one we saw against Cincinnati Bengals, that's for sure. But my prop bets, I like Joe Burrow over 33 and a half passing attempts. I like over five and a half rushing yards. That's been hitting for us week in and week out for the past few weeks. And Jamar Chase, unbelievable rookie, should be in consideration for rookie of the year. Over five and a half receptions. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are excellent against man coverage. And they're going to see a lot of that from the Browns this Sunday. So those are my prop bets in this matchup. What do you have? Yeah, those are uh, very, very fun ones. Mine is not. I'm going to go uh, as, as bad as tedious and boring as you get here going Baker Mayfield over six and a half rushing yards. Not even a passing category for the pocket quarterback Mayfield here. But look, I just thought this number kind of stood out. He's averaging a little over 11 rushing yards per game this season. He's gotten a seven in six of his seven games. And again, he's the line here, six and a half. Uh, the key really has been scrambles. He's scrambling more this season, 17 for 78. Uh, on scrambles, he only had 20, uh, 160 yards and 27 scrambles all of last season, uh, which was 18 games, including the playoffs. And again, I'm just getting I'm I'm getting down to the bare bones of it here. Uh, last year, he kneeled 17 times and lost 20 yards. He only has three kneels uh, for a loss of three yards this season. So, uh, you know, again, I, I, we're reaching we're digging deep here. I thought it was kind of a, a week. Uh, it's a weak week, if you will, on props. I think the lines are, are pretty competitive, makes it tough. But uh this one kind of stood out. So I'm, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to the people. <laughs> You're giving it to the people, Mike Clay. I love it. Again, um, I go a little overboard, but it's okay. It's what I'm known for. So here we go. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out a few other prop bets that I like. Um, Houston and Miami, I like Gaskins over 11 and a half rushing attempts, over 54 and a half rushing yards. With Malcolm Brown out, he's become the lead back and Houston giving up the most rushing yards to opposing running backs. Also, I think game script. Um, this is going to be a very competitive game. So either Miami is going to be up in the fourth quarter or they're going to try to eat up the clock. And I think that they're going to turn to their rushing attack. So I, I do like Gaskins over, again, attempts in rushing yards. Uh, for the Raiders and the Giants, um, unfortunately, a really horrific story with Henry Ruggs. What does that mean? Brian Edwards now steps in to be the, the wide receiver that stretches the field for the Oakland Raiders, uh, for the Oakland, for the Las Vegas Raiders. And this has been um, Derek Carr's wheelhouse, one of the best quarterbacks this season in explosive passing plays. So I like Edwards over 20 and a half yards for his longest reception. Again, considering he's going to have to come in and fill that void. Also, Kadarius Toney over receptions that line has not hit yet i'm being told that sterling shepherd is going to be out i think tony is going to be the main um weapon for daniel jones and i think he's going to get a really hefty target share this week because i think i think the giants are going to be playing from behind mike so i like darius tony over receptions in the saints in the atlanta game uh Cordell patterson under 72 and a half rushing and receiving yards this Saints defense is so good. Um, and also Mike Davis now averaging 14 to 15 touches a game. He's slowly but surely getting back into the mix in that backfield. So Patterson under 20, under 72 and a half rushing and receiving. And last but not least, the Chargers and your Eagles. Um, unfortunately, I got Hurts under one and a half touchdown passes. And I have Boston Scott over rushing and receiving yards again that number has not been posted yet but as we know the chargers the worst defense against the run 
uh, but also extremely good against the pass. So I'm going under one and a half touchdown passes for Hertz over rushing combined rushing and receiving yards for Boston Scott, who's been a big part of that backfield and that offense ever since Miles Sanders was placed on IR. Your thoughts on any of those profits? Yeah, good stuff. Um, I thought about writing up Jalen Hurts uh, under one and a half touchdown passes. My line falls just below that. Um, but he's been, you know, about about half the time he's gotten there and the Chargers, same thing. About half the time they've gotten there as well. Uh, the opposing quarterback, of course, has gone over one and a half. So it's a that was a close one for me. I, I decided against it, but I don't hate it at all. I think if you get a, a decent juice on that, maybe you could get minus 110, minus 105, something in that vicinity, you, you go for it. All right. That about sums it up, Mike. Um, you know, again, really thrilled to be working with you this season. We're 126 out of 215. So we're 59% on the season. Hopefully uh, that trend continues where we keep on giving people winners. They walk away with plus money at the end of the week and, and hopefully um, our record only continues to get better. So that's it for today. 10 minutes of the bets you need as promised, please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Good luck in week nine.